When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. The NFC all season has kind of disappointed us, and the game disappointed us. The AFC has not disappointed us, and thus the game did not disappoint us either. Yeah, when you look at it, right, I mean, Purdy gets hurt. Josh Johnson is the backup. Good luck with that. I mean, so Josh Johnson is the backup. Purdy is his moment. This is his opportunity to take a stronghold on the position for the future. Now, because he didn't finish the task, Trey Lance is going to be the starter. Whether you believe it or not, Trey Lance is probably going to be the starter going into camp. He's going to be the backup. Why do you Here say that? They, they were all, after the game, still, like, they, they love him. Now, here's the thing. He, ver- Trey Lance very much could be because they're fearing that he might have torn his UCL. He's going to get an MRI today on it, and we all know from baseball – that that's Tommy John, and that means you can't throw anything and a for a year. And the quarterbacks never got Tommy John. Remember when Carson Palmer got it, he elected not to get it. Yeah. And he played the rest of his career. He well, never p- was partially the same. torn. That's the thing. If it's yeah. partial, if it's like, you know, like remember uh um Tanaka. Uh, uh, Tanaka. Yeah, right. Tanaka had it partially torn and he was able to withstand it. And that's what they're hoping for, that it's a six week recovery. That it's not nah. completely torn, but if it is, it's it, stupid. he even couldn't throw it, more than five to ten yards. He was saying, even if, even if it's a little torn, yeah, like he's so young, just get the surgery, yeah, just to, just get the surgery because we know when people come back from Tommy John, the arm is stronger. But here's the thing, though, for him, if you think about it, right? Because what you just said opens the door for then Trey Lance can then step in and, and win the job like they always wanted him to, right? And and then of course the legend of Purdy ends, yes, on the field. In the, Philadelphia. The legend of Purdy is pretty eerily similar to the era of Mike White. What could have been if wow. he would have stayed healthy? He could have, wish. He, could, he, could have, he could have been a Staying guy. healthy, yeah. He could have mm-hmm. been a guy that came from, like, nowhere yep. and secured his future, like, which is a beautiful thing. But you have to finish the job. So you can't tell me with a UCL, whether he has to get it or not, that they're not going to give Trey Lance every opportunity because they gave up three first-round draft picks or three picks for him to be the to be the guy, so now he gets an opportunity to catch up because guess what Purdy's going to be doing? Purdy's going to be uh, rehabbing, and even if it's partially torn, like if he's so young, at 23 years old, the first year of his career, mm-hmm. why not take a year off, keep him on IR the entire season, and then allow that to heal? Because we know that when you have Tommy John, when you do come back, that arm is stronger. So for his career, All it's right. best you don't want to go through a whole career with something that can go at any time. Because you got to think, he's got 100,000 more throws in his career on that, on that joint. And if it's partially torn, it can go. All you need to know, and all you need to know about the moment, right? Like, like you're watching it, like, like everybody knows. And by the way, I want to shout out. So, as I mentioned on Friday, my daughter had a volleyball tournament on Sunday. And it was all day. It was in Maspeth, uh, at Math, Maspeth High School. It's a pretty brand new building. They did a great job there. And all the parents were wonderful. And, and actually, Saw a lot of people that, you know, caught my eye and were like, oh, you did come, you know, that kind of stuff. And 
Uh, and it was really cool how, how people were, and they, they received us well. They, a lot of people shouting out the show. Um, but when, when the game started, she was still playing. Like they, they, the game, We weren't done with the day. And we got there at 9 a.m. So I had it on my phone, as I said I would do, and luckily she was on a break. Her team didn't play. So I'm watching it on my phone, and it's amazing how the minute the injury happened to Brock Purdy, I said to myself, and you guys in the group text all said, you can go back to watching her play. You're not going to miss anything now, right? Like, yeah. you just felt it. You just felt this is all going Philadelphia's Josh, Josh, way. The fourth-string quarterback. It's not, even, it's not even when he came in. I didn't need him to come in the game. It was whatever magic the Niners had. Yeah. You felt that's it. It's out the door. And Philly, who has been a magical season all year, you just knew the magic was going to continue for them, and it certainly did. But I want you to hear this, Bart. Before I get into, to me, the two heroes of the day that had nothing to do with offense, I just want you to hear this is what happens to a team. This is the emotional thing that you just, when that moment happens, it's like that when you knew it was over. Listen to George Kittle just talking about how they lost this game. How's that feel to lose an NFC Championship game because I don't have a quarterback? Pretty to be honest. Losing your starting quarterback, who's a third-string rookie, to your fourth-string quarterback, who did everything he could, gets hurt you know, right away in the third quarter, and then you can only run the ball. It's tough. It's frustrating. You know, this is a hell of a football team. Great defense. Offense was moving it. You know, Christian had an amazing run that got a kind of little spark in us, and then you can only do so much. Ball doesn't bounce our way. That's football. It's life. I mean, McCaffrey did all he could. I mean, he had a, the great run for the touchdown. He actually Elijah, had to be under Elijah center. Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell before the game, mm-hmm. not available. We thought McCaffrey was going to be available, and it turns out Elijah yeah. Mitchell because if anything, at the worst-case scenario, McCaffrey being the emergency quarterback, they could have just been Ronnie Brown and, and, um, and, and Ricky Williams, and they could have just wildcatted it. But they didn't even have a backup running back nope. that they could put in that they can just put him there and do wildcat, and he Crazy. can throw eventually just on anything. So, yep. I mean, I feel like the fans were robbed because we didn't get to see a competitive contest. We already knew what it was. And then how about, like, we already had controversy because Devontae Smith didn't catch that ball. Nope. So then that should have been – They didn't fourth. challenge it. But they didn't challenge it. But, I mean, but come Smith on, Smith knew he didn't catch it. Okay, he looked at okay. the sideline right away like, let's yeah. go, let's go, let's go, run the but, play. But the, thing, but the thing is, upstairs could have challenged it. They, they should have challenged it. Like, we don't want games coming from deception and being decided from deception. That was a fourth down play. They well. should have made sure that that was a catch. Man, that, that was, wasn't the it. only that, moment yesterday where you 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 looked at the officiating or like, lack of what? challenges and say, "What are even we doing?" Punch, even punching the ball, yeah. Like, come on, man, I'm punching the ball. Like, oh, not personal foul, fifteen. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like, there, there wasn't a great day for the referees. Nope. But the game was lost when when Purdy was out. But yeah. you know, it was already missed calls in, within that already. All right. So just let's let's just look at it here. So the Eagles now move on to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, they're there now. Sirianni takes him to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts' his quarterback takes him to the Super Bowl. And he, of course, is going to be the story. But, I mean, I, you have been not – I'm not going to say you're critical of him. But I do know that you have been somebody that has said, let's not put this guy in a star level. Let, don't put him in that stratosphere. He is not Mahomes and Burrow, even Josh Allen, those guys, right? Uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. He's not there. Yeah. Well, he not. didn't have a great game. Now, can they can they win the Super Bowl with him playing? Of course, they just can. like that. Of course, they can because they have the better team. They have the deeper team, right? On the other side, they got stars on the defensive line because they don't pay their quarterback, right? So Mahomes has to overcome the fact that Snead gets hurt and they're starting 
four or five or def- uh, rookies that are defensive backs, right? Because you can't have all that depth like they can. They can have depth. They can have Ndamukong Sue come in as their eighth defensive lineman because they're not paying their quarterback. So that's the beauty of Howie Roseman and how he set this team up and the fact that Jalen Hurts only makes $1.16 million a year. Yeah, That's what you can get. But the cautionary tale is he's in line for a massive contract. So this is what the issue is. If he doesn't win the Super Bowl and then he gets the money, it's going to be harder. Now, they, get, they got a better window for the first two years simply because – uh, they have the two first-round draft picks, so they can get outstanding talent. Now, they won't be young. They won't be new talent. Well, they already have outstanding talent. That's the thing. They've no, built no, this roster. No, no, what I'm saying is once they pay him, they will have to start eventually Oh, yeah, they'll losing. have to start making decisions. Yeah, right, they'll, they'll have to start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they but they're in the moment right decisions. now. Let, let's so, just, so, let, so they need to take advantage. Stay in the moment the, now. Because on right. the other side, Joe Burrow and them opening their mouth and filling themselves, now <laughs> he's about to get a massive contract. Yeah. You heard Pratt yelling at him. This is my last year because he knows oh, he's in con- he- something in the in the tunnel. Yeah, because he oh, knows yeah. that he he knows he's in line for a contract and he and they can't afford him, so he mm-hmm. knows he's gone. Jesse Bates knows potentially that he's gone. Yeah. So this is their opportunity to cash in on having a cheap quarterback because your quarterback's not going to be cheap anymore. Right, T. Before- Higgins could be gone. Before we get to the AFC game, of course, let's just hear from Jalen Hurts talking about with some emotion after a game where he it wasn't a great performance, but still. He's the quarterback of a team. It was 15 of 25, 121 yards, but he did rush uh, for 11 and went for 39 yards, and he did have, of course, one of the touchdowns. So four rushing touchdowns by that Eagles offense. He had one of them, and he, of course, talked about his emotions after this win and getting to the Super Bowl. Man, we put a lot of work in to have this opportunity. Put a lot of work in to have this opportunity into, you know, it's a moment that we want to enjoy as a team, reflecting on everything that we've been able to overcome to have this opportunity in front of us. You know, we want to take advantage of it. We want to take advantage of it. The, the, the atmosphere tonight was amazing. The fans showed up, the energy, all of it. So we need to bring that to AZ. All right, it's Barton Hot, Allen Hahn, Bart Scott, 800-919-3776, be part of the conversation. Now, here in New York, there was some controversy after this win, Bart. Ridiculous. Because yeah, ridiculous. if you were in Manhattan. Who in the hell ordered that? It got, you know, we got to evening time and lights came on all around this beautiful city. If you looked up on 34th Street, you saw the Empire State Building, as you always do. That's but a you saw offense. it in green. So and I- you looked up and thought, why green? The Jets, you know, is it the Jets? What's green? Well, it was to celebrate, as they tweeted with the photo, the Eagles advancing to the Super Bowl. And they actually used the Eagles, of course, fly, Eagles, fly hashtag, which upset not just Giants fans all around this city, that's a Jets fans offense. equally. A, that's a fireball offense. When the hell are – that is a fire – whoever is responsible for that needs to be fired. I'm, I'm not even being funny. How disrespectful to all the people – that all the charity work that the, that, the, that the teams around here go, that you're going to hashtag a, a rival? Are you kidding me? That's a fireball offense. Whoever, whoever greenlit that need to green like no they pun, ass no, to the unemployment no line. They need to green like they ass to now, the unemployment Now, I want to really understand something because a lot of people that are like, oh, well, you nah. can do anything. You can buy your way into anything in this city. Nah, hell no. You this understand it on, on the Empire State Building's website, you can. Like, Bart, you can say, you can request – the lights to be any color you want it to be on a certain day. You could say, and they then they read it over and they see is it something that they would want to do. Then they do it. Like that's not it doesn't you don't pay for that. It is free. It's just a request you put in, 
and they will let you know, yeah, we're going to do it, and they'll tell you which day. And they were letting everybody know that this day they were lighting it with the colors of the teams that advanced to the Super Bowl. That was the plan. That's what they said they were doing, and no one noticed it until the lights went green and they tweeted it. Now, let me give you what I think about this, the outrage. Because when I first saw it on Twitter, I, I retweeted it with, of course, a meme just like saying, like, why why do this? Like, just simply, why are you doing this? Right. But then when I saw the outrage from people, how angry everybody got, I had to take that step back. And I, I looked at it this way. Mm-mm. Man, this is who we are. This is who we've become. Mm-hmm. Look in Manhattan. Manhattan is not. Look, the outer boroughs are the loyal fans, the ones that care the most. The outer boroughs, the uh, suburbs all around, we are the ones that are the dyed-in-the-wool fans of our local teams. But when you are in Manhattan, pay attention because what you see is a is just a mix of people who are random fans. There are yeah, not diehard fans. fans. You see, you see Seth Curry, jer- S- Steph Curry jerseys. You see, you will see Eagles jerseys. Listen. But there's a Red Sox bar in Manhattan. So for anybody to be upset about no, this, no, you're no. not paying attention. No, it's, it's, this it's, is what no. we've become. No, it's Jets. It's Jets bars in in Miami. It's Charger bars in Miami. Yeah, that's, that's fine. It ain't New that's York, fine. That is a that is a that is a localized loyalty business. is gone no, here. Hell gone. No, people. When, when you talk, when you talk about the administration, now. people that we loyalty vote in, places that we protect. Your options. Hell no. That's that's your loyalty. Fireable. What are my options? Fireable. Somebody need to be fired, suspended without pay. For that dumb decision. You know, lost your damn mind. This New York, it's supposed to be New York versus everybody. You know, what the hell are we doing? We lighting up some damn Philadelphia. When has it ever been? Well, will Philadelphia will Philadelphia ever light up something if the Giants go somewhere? No. Hell to the no. No, but let me explain. No, you can, it ain't nothing compa- to explain. There some is. things are best no. unexplained. Are you going to let me explain it? Because okay. this is the explanation. We are not like every other city. We are in Chicago. We're bigger. We're not Philadelphia. We're bigger. I don't care. We're not Boston. We are bigger. This is a. This is that's the why biggest. Don't got no championships because that same energy around here. That's what, and that's what I Loser just said. Feel. Now and that's where you and I agree. Move. That's where you and I agree. But what I'm trying to explain is, is that the Empire State Building is not viewed as a New York landmark anymore. You know what it is? They consider themselves a world icon. That is like you know London Bridge. Lying to yourself. And and Eiffel Tower, Empire State yourself. Building. That's what they believe. We don't represent well, just you, New York. We represent the world. Well, you know what we need to do? They want people to come from all around the world to come see the Empire State Building and come up to the observatory te- deck and look at one of the greatest views you'll ever see in okay. the world. That's so, so, what they're selling. And by doing this, that's what that. they're trying to appeal, appeal to the world, not New York. They do well, not look at themselves. That building is no longer ours. It's well, the I, world's. Okay, okay. Well, I, well, I'll say this. New York, don't nobody from New York ever – Put another dime in the Empire State Building. We can go over to the Hudson Yards and go over to the edge and hang out there. Let's adopt us a, a building that's for us. Since you talk about um, Red Sox bars and all that stuff, let's adopt sure. a building that belongs to us. I'm sure they can light the edge up and make sure that they can put some lights up there. Let's go do that. And let's not give the Empire State Building another dime. Sellouts, Judas, traitors, disrespectful mother. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I I want to know: Are people that upset about this, or is this a social media? I'm not thing? even from here, and I'm pissed. Well, I know. I can tell. 
And you and I didn't even talk about this before the show. I was really curious how you're going to react to this as, as a guy who isn't from here. Ridiculous. But that's I, like I'm, like, I want to know. It's like the Renaissance building lighting it up, Chicago black. We'd have burnt that building down. We don't play I, that in Detroit. We'd have, burnt the, we'd have burnt the Renaissance building down. I want to know if people are really that upset about it in New York. Because, like I said, I, I felt like this was – like people going out of their way on social media to make a big deal about this. And I'm like, are we not paying attention to what we have oh, become? Oh, we paying attention now. Oh, we paying attention now. If you want to get Jets, Giants, Rangers, um, Islanders, Devils, you want us to all unite? We can all unite around this. Screw the Empire State Building. Don't nobody go there. Let it be empty. Let people from Philly put money in the pockets. Hope it closed down. Beacon of light. I bet you Speaking most people bumps. that go to that building as a tourist to go up to the observatory, observatory tech deck, my God, I can't talk today. But the people that go there, I'm telling you, are mostly not from here. That's fine. Because if, you if got you're a, here, okay, you've already okay. done it. Okay, if you got a company and you got a lease, you need to sit, tell them that you're leaving. You need to go to Hudson Yards. You know what I'd like to see? Here's what I'd like to see. You know how like politicians fall over themselves to, to, to jump in front of a cause that they feel like will be good for their – Political oh, yeah. clout. Yeah. Would I like to, like, I, I, Mayor Adams, say something. Mayor, say something, right? Like, this is where if you want to say something that everybody can agree with you on, this would be it. You say something. And any, any, anybody else, empty suits that are all around the city that, that, that can't wait to make a complaint about something and feel like this is going to be good for me, this is something because, God forbid, we fix roads that are a mess and traffic patterns and everything else that is wrong with the daily life that we deal with, right? Say something about this just because what I'm saying this represents is how we have lost a soul as a sports town. And you might say, sports isn't that important. It's just a percentage of what we do. What do you mean? What about all the people that don't care about sports? They love Broadway. What about that? How about all the people that like museums? What about that part? They don't even care about sports. They looked up. They saw green. They didn't know. They didn't care because they're not sports fans. You're right. But every town, all the major cities in this country all have a sports soul. All of them do. And when their teams do well, there's energy in that city. And when their rivals do well, that city spits on the ground about it. Playoffs. They eliminated your team a week ago. Let's not even bring that part of it up. So to me, that's where I'm like, I'm not going to pretend to be outraged by this because I believe this is who we've become. That's what I'm saying. I'm not fighting this. Like, Are they wrong? No, you know why? Because this is what we've become. Because someone turned those lights on and said, I can do this. Not, man, I can't do this. See what I mean, Bar? Like, you said somebody should be fired. That person didn't know that this was wrong. Didn't know. Like, you know what? Maybe the NFL, because the NFL's headquarters are in this city. Don't forget that. They are a business in Manhattan who might have said to the Empire State Building, hey, it's Champion Sunday. Why don't you put the lights up of the colors of the teams that won? And the NFL might have said that to them. And the Empire State Building, if they were thinking, the people running the building should have said, say, no, we're not doing that. Goodell, not that stupid. But they, they thought this was okay. That's the point I'm making, Bart, is the fact that, they, that no one thought this is wrong says a lot about what we've become.
Does that make sense to you? Am it I does. making any it freaking it sense? It does. That's why Boston laughs at us. Exactly. And Chicago. Laughs at us. All of them. L.A., major, major all city. of them. All more teams than anybody. Like, look what you have become, guys. You were New York. You were, you're, nobody wants to go play there. You never win, right? You're, you pay the highest prices, and you get the, the lowest return. And there's nothing you can do about it. And by the way, all of you people sell your tickets to the fans of other teams, and they half-fill your building. Look at MetLife Stadium when the Dolphins and Steelers show up. Right? That's what we do. Hey, I'm just That's the reality I'm, I'm, I'm of just, what I'm you just, saw just, last just, night above Manhattan. That's the reality, Bart. We come back. We need to, we need to, we need to open the lines up. We need to open the lines up. We need to hear from the people. Well, we already got lines. We got them filled. I know, but it's time we to can get to them. Is it yeah. break time? No, it is. We're going to get to those calls because I was curious. How many people were that upset? Or is this just another one of those social media campaigns where we're mad for a second so we can hit a tweet and get as many likes as we can. But in the reality of it, we move on. We don't care. Whatever. They're just lights. So whoever wins the championship, if they win it, you're going to congratulate them again and keep it well, lit for a week? Well, let's point out that I think this has happened well, before when, like, I believe World Series colors. I've, I believe this has happened before. I don't think this is anything new. I just think because it's the Eagles. It's the Eagles and you're a Giants fan and you're disgusted by it. Can the, can the Chrysler building light up? Everybody, every building now has Well, like that. Uh, we, 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 we adopting something else. Empire State Building, you're dead to us. You are. Dead. You as an outsider, you as a Detroit native. That I really we, do appreciate man, your passion man, for this. Bro, although, although you have blood in the ground in New York now. We would have burnt the Renaissance Building down. Down. If they would have ever lit it yeah. up in Chicago black. Or blue uh, or red. So we got a full – all right, we got this call stacked, racked, and ready to go. I want to get the response from New York, and I'm curious to see if you understand where I'm coming from with this and you actually accept what I'm saying about how this is less about that building and their decision more about us and the fact that we have lived a, a certain way and we have lost a certain way that they all in that building went, yeah, we could do this. I don't think anybody will be mad. Instead of saying, like, there's no way in hell – we are doing that. Because most cities, oh, yeah, there's no, like, again, Philadelphia, you think they're lighting anything up in blue, celebrating the Giants winning a Super Hell no. But here, oh, yeah, we'll do it. Why? Because we have no soul left. That's why. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I'm curious to hear from the New Yorkers today about this situation with the Empire State Building because I I just think it's a reflection of what we've become as a sports city. The idea that anybody just thought, this is fine, we can do this, lighting the building up in Eagles Green and celebrating it on social media. And as I've just said a few minutes ago, this is like the fact that there is someone who wouldn't say, I ain't doing that. Like, I'm not doing that. We shouldn't do that. It's wrong. Whatever it is. They just beat the Giants last week. They're a rival to rival city. But no one thinks otherwise. Why? Because unless you're in the outer boroughs and the suburbs, where the diehards and the that's where the diehards live. But in Manhattan, those walking around looking up, they don't care. It means nothing to them. And that's where I think we we have to understand that. But Bart, Bart has Bart is livid. Not even a a born and bred New Yorker, but obviously one with blood in the ground here, playing for the Jets all the years that he did. Livid, furious. So how do you feel about it? Let's find out. As we go to the calls right now, Scott in Manhattan, start us off. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, Alan, of what we've become. But the bottom line, and like I said, we're sports people. And I'm a sports person. So like you said, 90% of the people while you walk around looking up don't even know that. But like Bart said, whoever came up with this decision knows should be fired. And like you said, just because you keep saying what we've become, I mean, listen, I mean, that that's, it makes it even more egregious. I mean, that we would even put up, and they just beat us last week, put up their colors. So, listen, I, I agree with Bart. Whoever made this decision higher up, they should be fired. And, uh, listen, I never got a chance to go to the Empire State Building when I was in the fifth grade because I was a bad kid. But now I'm definitely not going in there. So they won't see well, my, get my money at all. Right? Go to the Chrysler Building or go to Hudson Yard. Screw, screw the Empire State Building. <laughs> they ain't, that don't represent us no more. That's the world's building. I need that to know ain't our building. I need to know what Scott did wrong that he couldn't go on a fifth grade trip to the Empire State Building. Joe's in Lindbrook. Go ahead, Joe. How are you feeling about this? Hey, guys. Alan, you know, the, the one thing I was I called to start about simply was just the, the worst sin of it, I thought, was the tweet, especially putting in the Eagles' war cry. Yep. Then if you see what they did with the Chiefs, it was much more muted. But then when you got into the whole uh, fourth soul debate, one quick thing I wanted to point out on that, I mean – Unfortunately, I think I gotta agree with you. We had a we had a mayor who was an avowed Red Sox fan, and yep. the current mayor who you want to say something. There's a whole controversy about whether his main residence was even in New York. I mean, so what foot does he have to stand on? <laughs> I, I work in a in a restaurant in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, my family's restaurant's been there for like 40 years, and I gotta tell you, more and more I hear about even even the Mech, even the Garden, how how many people. People go there because it's 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 an attraction, not because yep. they're New York fans. Like you said, I mean, so many people sell their tickets yep. with the new our our sports teams priced so many you know blue blood fans out of it that now whoever is left, they're like, hey, let me make a few extra bucks if I can if my team stinks now. Right. 
You know, like ah. you said, I mean, it's, it's a sad state of affairs. I didn't think about it, but once you brought up that whole salt thing, it, you really see the transformation in the last, I'd say, like 20, 30 years. I mean, and the, the, pro- the city is so, so much more tuned and, and Is it the team's fault? If that's the case, is of it the team's it fault? The PSLs. Is it no loyalty because it's no loyalty to the fans as far as pricing? Because they can well, make their money Well, but that's going on in every the, city. You can make that, your money on the but food. But that's going on in every city. But you so, can make so, your money on the food. Like you I can, think you can, say, you can get in the building, but you're going to be hungry as hell because I'm going <laughs> to give you a $100 hot dog. Listen. <laughs> it can, I can, think it's also because when the teams aren't good and we haven't won a championship in over a decade now that's well documented, this has been the worst run in New York sports in a long – I can't remember a, lot, a time we've gone this long without a championship from anybody. We got two of everything and three hockey teams. Nothing. So that's the problem. It starts there as well. There's oh, the, it's stop, almost stop, like stop, the stop. teams aren't really that stop. good. I'm from Detroit, and it is no way in hell they Once selling again, tickets to there. This is New York. It's different. Well, that's, It's just that, a bigger that, town, a bigger it, market. There's thing. a bigger attitude a good, and all that stuff. That'll make it stuff. a good thing. I didn't say it made clearly it a good thing. I'm just a, telling you it's leading to it. Clearly they don't have the right attitude because the right attitude is to, to ride with your <laughs> no, team regardless. No, it's, it's, no, today's attitude, Bart, is bro, loyalty you can, is as much as my – my loyalty is as much as my options. That's it. That's it. That's my loyalty. What are my options? New York fans, oh, wait, I can consume, New York fans, I can consume the Warriors? I'd rather watch the Warriors than, than watch thoughts. the Knicks. Well, don't come back. Don't come back because well, the teams are headed in the right they direction. They don't have we to. Got two good coaches with the football teams. Don't come back. Stay there. All right, let's go continue with calls. Let's go to Paul in Marlboro. Go ahead, Paul. Hey, as a current Rangers season ticket holder, longtime Knicks season ticket holder, diehard New York fan, I was disgusted by that. And I feel it even more in my house because right now my daughter's going to school in Philadelphia. <laughs> and she's starting consuming more Philly teams. No. She went to the, the baseball team during yeah, the season, the Phillies, yeah. and watched them in the World Series. And she had the audacity to ask me recently about Eagles apparel. And I said, my money don't work on Eagles apparel. <laughs> exactly. We have to, as diehard fans, take a stand. And the people at the Empire State Building, it's called the Empire State. Mm-hmm. It's not called the America Building. <laughs> it's the Empire State Building. That's New York. They shouldn't have done it. Someone Paul. needs to be there who understands New York. Go ahead, Al. Paul, Paul, no, no, Paul, Paul. Paul you, you might, you, she might have to pay her own tuition this, this semester <laughs> just to teach her a damn lesson. Oh, absolutely. You go ahead and get your Uber rides and you go ahead and deliver food. Uber <laughs> Thank eats. you, Paul. Yeah, could you imagine that? All right, you want to buy yourself a Jalen Hurts jersey? You want to buy yourself a Bryce Harper jersey? Yeah. All right, well, yeah. Pay, pay your apartment now. Go ahead yeah, and go pay ahead. for that. Go ahead and pay for school now as well. Let's go to Jay in Jersey City. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, guys, what's happening? Hey, uh, uh, transparency, I'm a Raiders guy. Uh, my girlfriend's a Giants guy. I've only been here three years, but that was wrong, man. That was wrong. Like, yeah, it's a world attraction, but it's in New York. You you can't do that. Like, the, the, the guy that, that lit that up, he should have been like, nope. Like, write me up, do whatever. Like, no, I'm done. Yeah. I want to hear a story. If, if, you know what I'd love to hear? No, I'd love to fired. hear a story about a guy who, like, that's his job, and he saw it, and he goes, I ain't doing this. And they're like, well, you have to. Oh, I'm not yeah, doing it. I'm right. not the one that's going to press all the buttons that make those things go Eagles green. I'm not doing it. So then someone else said, I'll do it, and they did it. Tell me, I want the guy who said, I'm not doing it, to step forward and say, I and said we, this. And we will start a GoFundMe. Absolutely. We will start a GoFundMe yeah. go for that dude. Absolutely. Thank you, Jay. I mean, uh, like to me, those are the stories I want to hear. Show me some defiance. Who was the guy that says, we're not doing that? 
But nobody did. They just said, that sounds fine. Let's do that. It doesn't matter because we're not a New York icon. We're a world icon. Felix in the Bronx. Felix. Hey, guys. How you doing? Listen, whoever did that must be hiding right now. You know, it probably hiding somewhere that you can't find them. And leave the man out of it. He's got a lot on his hands oh. with crime and rats. You yeah, know, I mean, I know he's been. Listen, yo, yo, Felix, Felix, listen. Felix, you in the Bronx? Did you see that uh, that lady's apartment that she said she couldn't sleep because of the the kids? Uh, because and the rats came out at night and they looked like the size of cats. Yeah, and they were so big that they, they got climbed. out of the traps. They had to shoot it. Yeah, damn, they all no, over. They listen, they all majors. over the Bronx. Let me tell you something. Yeah. They all over. You see them in the corner. You, they like gathering, uh, planning something. I'm telling hey, you. Hey, Felix, Felix, you, Felix, you, Felix, yeah. you know what I'm gonna start doing? It's I'm like gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna come to the Bronx and start selling uh, cougars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wild cougars. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all got these wild cougars, man. You rats. want them rats in there? Got some wild cougars. Oh man, yeah, they, maybe, they I cats are maybe I should start a cat business. Jeez. <laughs> something, <laughs> Felix. Hey, hey, hold up! You, it, it can't just be any type of cat. Garfield ain't gonna get her done. No, you need a ferocious no, no, no. cat. No, house cats are afraid of these things, man. Yeah, you you need the cats that's borderline. You need them cats that's borderline like wow. You know, <laughs> you know remember you, Felix. remember Talladega Nights, Felix. Yeah. You need that one. You need the cougar that was in the car. Speaking, by the way, like, like, and again, he said, you know, the, the mayor has more important things to be focused on, maybe, but this is always that that kind of public opinion thing yes. that every politician wants to be part of. So, <laughs> as we say this, how about the governor, right, Kathy Hochul? You know what she tweeted? She retweeted the Empire State Building's tweet about the fly eagles fly crap, and <laughs> she said, "Yeah, we need to vote her out." To be clear. New York State has no control over how Empire State Building lights its code. Oh, you don't? You don't have soft power? You don't well, got soft power? Well, 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 here's my point. What is that saying? Nothing. Ain't saying nothing. That's not saying that you don't like it. Yeah. You're just saying it's not us. We don't control it. It's almost like don't blame us without any condemnation whatsoever. So that's when you look up and you go, thanks for nothing. That's it, right? You know how many Giants fans are in Albany, by the way? Giants been all over Albany. That's where they used to practice. That's, that's where they had a cap at. Yes. Yes. They just sent them home last week Again. was talking trash. Again, this is this is when you know you're completely out of touch. Completely out of touch. Empire that's State the stuff building. to me. You're dead to This me. is who we are. This is what we've become. Matt and Merrick, go ahead, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Right. Um, obviously, this stuff is, like, self-explanatory. Like, obviously, it should not have been lit up supporting Philadelphia Eagles, but – uh, I'm actually a Long Island kid, grew up in Long Island, so I'm an Islanders fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I went to college in the Bronx, and I'm following the Manhattan College. They played Canisius yesterday, and they won. So I'm thinking, like, oh, they lit the Empire State Building up for the Manhattan Jaspers. The Jaspers. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, all right, we got to win. And then, people, and then my family's like, no, they, they lit it up for the Eagles. And I'm like, no, no, it's got to be for the Manhattan College Jaspers. <laughs> I feel like I'm like a loyal fan, right? Um, oh, but real quick, I just wanted to share my final thoughts on – um, on, on, like, just the fandom, right? Like, I got some family, I have some cousins in Brooklyn, and the dad's a Knicks fan because he was, you know, he lived in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. But now the kids are growing up in Brooklyn, and I'm thinking, you got to be a Brooklyn Nets fan. Same thing with Long Island. If, you're, if you live on Long Island, you're an Islanders fan. If the Islanders win a game, sure. If you want to light Ooh, the Empire State Building up, if they, yeah, well, if the Islanders win the Stanley Cup, sure. If you want to light the Empire State Building up, if they win the Stanley Cup, sure. But I always let it be known the Rangers are Manhattan's team and the Devils are New Jersey's team. Because then mm-hmm. if you don't do that, 
then you start going into uncharted territory where if the Devils win, oh, now we're lighting up the Empire State Building red and white. Story. Like, no, Matt, this is very interesting to me because I'm a fellow Long Islander, right? So I'll tell you my story real quick. When I was when I was like a little kid, my parents were both Queens people, right? They they grew up in Queens. My dad, Howard Beach, and they you know like they were they were all about the Rangers. There was no Islanders then, so they were all about the Rangers. Rangers. And for them, you know, then they move out to the island. They have I, I was born, and I grew up in the house of they were watching the Rangers, and they beat the they beat the Islanders in '79 in the playoffs. Now I'm you know okay. I'm six years old. Like I'm not really aware as a sports fan, right? I'm just watching along right. with them, and they're happy and celebrating. And I remember the camera pa- like showing a dejected. I think it was Denny Potvin uh, like leaning against the bench, just dejected. Losing to the Rangers. They had the best record in the league, and they lost to the Rangers in the playoffs. And I looked at that, and I thought, wait a minute. Aren't we from Long Island? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, why aren't we rooting for this team? And they said, well, we're from the city. You know, that's where we're from. We're Ranger fans. And I go, well, I'm not. No, I'm rooting for that team from now on. Now, fortunately for me, they won four straight Stanley Cups after that. So it actually was a good choice by me. But that was always my thing is I felt like that's what we're supposed to do. Right? Yeah. That is but what you're supposed to do. There's that changes now. But it's just t- right. today, it's just a different mentality. And I can't explain it, but that's really what it's become. It's a different mentality. And some, right. see, see, some parents, and this turns into a whole other conversation. And Matt, thank you for the perspective. Bart, this turns into a thing that you and I have talked about a lot in the past on our shows. Yeah. And it is like, do you hand down your sports fandom to your children or do you let them choose? Right, like that's always been a thing that we've we've wondered about. How do you how do you do it? And a lot of times, it's your your kids will decide. Because I didn't follow my parents. My parents were Mets fans because they loved yeah. the Brooklyn Dodgers and they just stayed with the National League. I was a Yankees fan and I chose to be a Yankees fan because again, it was like the late seventies and they were good. And I went with them and I just I, I needed somebody to win. Judas. So, but that's like I've always done that, and so I can't I, I can't tell my kids who to root for. But I think also that has happened in, in the city where it has not been handed down generationally and that there's been other choices. And it's not necessarily always New York teams. I actually think there's generations where you heard the guy, his daughter went to school in, in Philadelphia, and now she's all about the Phillies and the Eagles. He can't control that. It's just what happens. So I, I, it's a whole other conversation, of course, to have. We could continue with the calls on the Empire State Building stuff. If, if it really matters that much to you, we will let you air it out because it needs to be heard, and this is what Sports Talk Radio is for, for you to be heard about something that you are outraged about in your area. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's get back into the football stuff because we didn't get a chance to really get too deep into the AFC Championship game, which, of course, Bart, was the far more entertaining game. Went down to the wire. Harrison Butker with the 45-yarder, three seconds left, wins it, a walk-off sort of, uh, but pretty much wins it there. And the Chiefs back to the Super Bowl for the third time. Patrick Mahomes there for the third time now in six years. He had a phenomenal game, gutted it out, toughed it out. You could see that there were moments a couple of times where the ankle was bothering him, but he still was magnificent. But I'll tell you what, for me, the player of the game was Chris Jones. That was, to me, the guy that really changed the game. And he had like an Aaron Donald kind of impact against Joe Burrow and that that, that Bengals offense like we saw last year in the Super Bowl, especially late in the game. Yeah, they moved them everywhere too, right? And you know, like Aaron Donald, he he made the play to close it out, right? He made it so, right. so they had to punt the ball. And why, oh why? I don't care what it is. I know they move him around, but once you see Chris Jones out there and you know you have your tackle there, and he's been a war daddy all day, why not change the formation and have somebody over there to chip this dude to help out on your tackle so you can have time to throw the ball? Like it was some bad coaching going on and understanding like, hey, they're moving this guy around and he's already got two sacks. Like, he had never had a sack before, but he is dominating the game. And, listen, we talked about it during the season. We said him, Quentin Williams, and, you know, had better seasons than Aaron Donald this year, right? And, and Chris Jones has arrived as the most dominant big man in, inside. Right? You said he's the best. he was the best defensive player this year. Like, you did say that. Yeah, best interior guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, they did, they, he did his thing. And, you know, if you look on the, the Cincinnati side, now you got to eat crow. Right. See, this is why you never oh, there was really a whole talk lot too of much talking. trash. That's why you don't really a lot of talking. Yeah. That's why you don't really talk too much trash until you actually win, because now they get to be the team that's disappointed, got that humble pie, and now the now it's going to get so much more difficult for them to win now, because they're about to give Joe Burrow, like, like if I'm Lamar Jackson, I might wait for the franchise tag, because <laughs> Joe Burrow about to raise it up another five. If it's forty five million dollars now, by the time Joe Burrow's gets finished. The, the franchise tag going to be $50 million. It's really amazing. So you get you, franchise tag $50 million, and the next year get $60 million and make $110 million <laughs> in two years, and then the next team got to give Cousins you a quarter way. of a billion dollars. It's, it's the Kirk Cousins way. It's what, what how he's, you know, he's worked the system to make himself a ton of money as a guy who is a relatively marginal quarterback, right? Like he's not a top 10 guy. He's like a top – he's in the 15 area, which yeah. is marginal. It's on the margin. Absolutely. Um, the, like, be, before we get into hearing from Patrick Mahomes about something that, you know – them being the underdog, of course. Uh, I do want to get your take, though, on the aside, the, the, him pushing him out of bounds on the run to get the 15 yards. And you mentioned it earlier how like he was crying on the sideline he and then you had teammates that were just shredding him walking into the locker yes. room because everybody knew that that was it. Because if you, don't, you don't get that penalty, I don't know how – you like that might be a 60-yard, I might have 58-yard or whatever it is. You're still playing without that penalty, and they also don't call a hold on that penalty, which was obvious and one that was seen in replay several times. A lot of questions about the officiating. 
at the end of that game, taking away the third down. That was a stop that they that had to make a, dumb, a replay. Yo, yo So yo. go ahead. Go ahead now again. 11 years in the NFL as a defensive player. Go I've ahead. Tell seen, me what I've you ne- feel I've about ne- all ne- that. I've never seen that in my life. I've never seen a whole play play out. I know the reference running in, whatever. Yep. But this dude threw the ball to Travis Kelsey, he got off. You think you off. And I, fortunately, right. it didn't come back to hurt because they eventually got off the field. But then who knows if how that affects as far as Jackson maybe left more time right. that when Mahomes scored, then that could have been time that Joe Burrow had to go down and try and score. You know, so this is one of those things where you look at the missed calls and, and, and how selective sometimes some of these coaches, these referee staffs are – with swallowing their whistle during certain times, when you know it, it clearly affected the game, that was the biggest play, right? You call holding the 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 penalty never happens, right? Like even if you push him out of bounds, Doesn't it's a matter. dead play. Holding yeah. coming back, mm-hmm. so it's one of those things. And if you're the kid, you know, fifty eight, man, you'll never, ever, ever in your life not be known for the guy that cost him opportunity to go to the playoffs, I mean, to the Super Bowl. And, that, listen, even if they, he would have missed it, they would have went to overtime, they could have lost. But the fact that you are responsible for one of the dumbest plays just careless. in all the football. Like, you can see that he's clearly running out. You can see that you have one of your defenders right there yep. that's not touching him because mm-hmm. he sees he's running out. And that's the difference. You can say, hey, no one play loses the game. Wrong. Because that 15 yards put him right in field goal range yep. where they can walk off. So Still now you got to sit up and now you got to sit there. And you got to eat crow. And I'm telling you, it's going to get so much more difficult because T. Higgins is probably out, right? Jesse Bates can potentially be out because you can't pay all these guys. They spent all this money on the offensive line this year. If you're going to pay Joe Burrow, if Aaron Rodgers is making fifty million dollars a year, then Joe Burrow is going to make fifty-five million dollars a year. Uh, I tell you what, what we'll do is we'll we'll hear from everybody. Uh, a lot of great sound from yesterday. We'll do that in audio files at the bottom of the hour. Coming up next, of course. Uh, but what I want to get into next, part is something that Adam Schefter, we've been following this story, and Adam Schefter had more on it over the weekend. And if you're a Jets fan, you want to hear it because it has to do with the idea. Look, if you're watching yesterday, you're looking at Joe Burrow. You're looking at Patrick Mahomes. You also saw last week Josh Allen. You saw him all season as well. And you're looking at these guys, and you're going, how the hell are we competing in the AFC with these guys? And they're not going anywhere. They're going to be here for the next 10 years, at least, if not more, as quarterbacks. You've got to find somebody that can get you at that level. Well, it might not be for the long term, but the Jets still could find somebody at that level for the short term and change their fortunes. That somebody is Aaron Rodgers, and the latest from Shefty gives a little bit of hope, opens up the door a little bit more on the Jets maybe making a move for A.A. Ron. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.